1: Well, everybody, welcome to the Dennis Prager Show. It is Friday the 13th. I actually have good associations with it because my second son was born on Friday the 13th. Today, November 13th, Friday the 13th. I wonder how often in his life, he's 28, how often in his life has his birthday been on a Friday? How often does that happen? Because there are leap years. It, it, it's an interesting, well... To me, it's interesting. I don't want to make a generalization. I, I About 44% of you don't find it interesting at all. Welcome to the show. We have the happiness hour, which is always necessary, and especially at this time. Among the many things that uh, annoy me, and I'm using a very gentle verb about the left, is the the, the statements that are not true that are offered as truisms. It it is a world of lies. As Churchill said in fighting the Nazis, a body of lies. That's what it is. A a recent article of mine lists some of the big gigantic left-wing lies. And here's another one, follow the science. Did the uh, I'm curious, could you check, please, did the New York Times even cover the Great Barrington Declaration cover I mean w- w- thousand what is it a thousand scientists, and the heads of it were uh, were scientists from uh, Stanford, yeah no Stanford, Harvard, and Oxford. So they don't follow the science, the left. They follow the scientists they agree with. You know, I say that on occasion, and I sit here and thinking, is it hitting you with the force that it should, that it is a complete and total manipulation of the word science that takes place on the left? And then, of course, they charge those who differ with them as science deniers. They're the science deniers. They have a pre-existing view of what scientists, they want scientists to say, and then they find the scientists who say it. That's the way it works. That's what Joe Biden is doing. He's finding the most hysterical, irresponsible, stupid scientists. I mean stupid. One of the heads, Osterfeld, whatever his name is, Osterholm, oh, it's no problem shutting down four to six weeks. Just have the government give everybody money. That's what he said. It's no problem, and then we'll then we'll conquer it. Of course, we won't conquer it. It's a joke it It just is a delay for six weeks. You know how viruses go away, herd immunity. that's how they go away from the Spanish flu to the Hong Kong flu, to SARS, to swine flu, to this. Enough people get it, they become immune, bye-bye virus. I wouldn't go
0: anywhere in confined places
1: now. That was the last one. What was that, swine flu? While he was vice president. A scaredy cat. (laughs) That's what he is. Please, science deniers. They find the scientists they want to make the most hysterical statements about global warming, and then they say, follow the science. Then we put up scientists like, the, like Richard Lindzen at MIT, for, for decades considered the leading climatologist in America, who says there's nothing to panic about, and it's called uh, science denial. They don't like that scientist. No, it's left-wing denial. Science denial is leftist denial. Years ago, in The Wall Street Journal, I printed a glossary of, of liberal terms that I'd use, I'd say left-wing terms. I should put out another glossary. What, what the words really mean. Science denial means opposition to the left on any issue concerning science. That's all it means. I don't know anyone who denies science. I know, maybe I'm sure they exist. Some, somebody exists about everything. I'm sure that there are people who think they're buffaloes. But it, 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 that's how rare it is science denial. Did you ever meet anybody who denied science? We, are, we, we know extremely religious Jews and Christians. Not one of them denies science. Oh, you say, well, what about creationism? I mean, so the literal belief that God created the the universe in six days. So how does that exactly, let's say somebody does believe that. Why are they science deniers? Because, okay, so they're denying the science of the age of the universe. Fine. But so what? What difference does it make? Will they go to the doctor when they're sick? Yes. Will they send their children to a doctor when they're sick? Yes. Would they be happy if their child became a doctor? Yes. <laughs> oh God, I, we bathe in, in the lies of the left. That's what we do. Uh, the, uh, the the lockdown is the uh, is the issue. It really is the issue. I guess we voted for a lockdown. But we, yes, I guess we voted for a lockdown. Editorial board in uh, the. Uh, Wall Street Journal, a couple of uh, weeks ago, Biden's lockdown mistake. They knew it then. You know that? Isn't that interesting? The Wall Street Journal knew that Biden was making a lockdown mistake months ago. Now we know why his advisors have kept Joe Biden under wraps. Asked in an ABC interview. This is August I don't normally do this, but I want you to understand this is not new. This is what you voted for if you voted for Joe Biden. August 23rd, Wall Street Journal. Now we know why his advisors have kept Joe Biden under wraps. Asked in an ABC interview whether he'd be willing to shut down the economy again to head off a new wave of coronavirus infection, he replied, I would shut it down. I would listen to the scientists. There you go. Which scientists? what's wrong with the ones that we give you from harvard stanford and oxford who are anti lockdown can you look up this really gets and it'll get to you too cuz i know how you feel danish study on masks i'm very curious i've heard about it i haven't seen it and i won't i, I never report something till i can verify it to the best of my ability Ah, the resort to scientists, wrote the Wall Street Journal. But which scientists, you see? I'm not the only one asking this question. The truth is that the experts have been wrong numerous times in this pandemic, and they often disagree. They first said masks don't help, but now they say they do. They said ventilators were vital, but soon learned other clinical methods work better. Most of all, they counseled strict lockdowns, but we've learned the hard way that shutting down the country can be more costly than the virus. You're listening to someone who said that in March and wrote that to a great deal of vilification. President Trump listened to his public health advisors in March and ordered a two-week shutdown that extended to six weeks. The shutdown dragged on as infections and death in the Northeast surged though hospital beds in most of the country, remained empty. By the way, aren't we hearing constantly now about the overflowed, overflowing hospitals, over, overburdened hospitals? Where exactly? El Paso? Where was it? I'm not, I'm not, El Paso. Is the only place. El Paso yeah. But they have figured out a way to help El Paso, to the best of my knowledge. The high cost is slowly becoming known. A study this month in the Journal of the American Medical Association reports that newly identified cancers fell 46% from March 1st to April 18th. That is so tragic. That's about half. Do you understand what that means, my dear listeners? Half of the people with a new cancer... Have not identified it. That will lead to a lot of deaths. Not from COVID, from cancer, not from COVID, from lockdown. One eight Prager seven seven six. Very good. I got all the Friday the 13th listed. There is no pattern, I agree. All right, everybody, we shall return in a moment. 800
0: 500
1: You want to follow science. Hi, everybody. I'm Dennis Prager. You are pointing to something. Is it my tie? Oh, the Musk story is up good. I, I, did you know about that? Isn't that fascinating? So they say follow the science... But you're never allowed to have scientists argue with scientists if the first group of scientists agrees with the left. Get it? It's a monumental lie. Like everything that comes out of the left, it is a monumental lie because truth is not a left-wing value. Follow the science. They are completely disinterested in science. They are only interested in furthering whatever progressive goal they have. They will use scientists like they use blacks, like they use women, like they use every group. Scientists are used by the left, and they are useful idiots. That's all. Scientists are as impressive a lot of human beings as taxi drivers, undertakers, lawyers, and whatever other group comes to my mind. Okay? Just remember that. The halo around the word scientist is undeserved. It is part of a religious cult called scientism. Where science is not simply believed, it is believed in. Scientism? Is that a new term? Have I, I, I've used that, I think. I think I used it when you were off one day. It is a great one, I agree. Thank you. That feedback is useful, uh, Mr. McConnell. No, I'm not joking. He, he thought I... He's laughing. He thinks I, I'm just ribbing him. That feedback is useful. I mean, there were only two of you here. So you are the entirety of the feedback until I take a call. The, the next one is tests and deaths. How accurate are they? I mean, nothing is perfectly accurate, but what if they're wildly inaccurate? I didn't think so in the beginning, but the more I know, even from the CDC description, the the, the rule in the United States is, if you died and had corona, you died of corona. Get it? That's the rule. I wonder how uh, extensively they follow. it. If you die in a car crash, and had corona. Do they list you as corona? Do you know the answer to that? I don't know the answer to that either. They might, I mean, there's, they might unless you died on the spot. Motorcycle accident. It, and they died. I, I don't know. I'd be very curious to know. i have to have some doctors on on that. Anyway, the latest out is, listen to this. So I want to read you the Elon Musk story i got to say, he, he. you know what? He's a character, Elon Musk. I, 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 don't, I have no reaction. I don't like him. I don't dislike him. I have no agenda with Elon Musk. But, you know, I will tell you something. The world is saved by characters. I'll give you a very powerful example. I have studied the... I've studied... The stories, the, the studies of non-Jews who hid Jews during World War II. Now, to do that took an immense amount of courage. In Poland, you if you hid a Jew, you were killed. I mean, it's astonishing. Killed. You know, not canceled, killed, murdered and elsewhere you were you were punished could be sent to a concentration camp where likely you would die so who who are these people i find the study of goodness to be more interesting than the study of evil because there's more evil there's more great evil than great goodness i mean that's just the way it is there uh, there is a lot of goodness, but great goodness, heroic goodness is, is pretty rare, whereas extreme evil is not. So I studied them, and one book I read, and I even remember where I read it, because this was, I mean, we're talking a long time ago. I wish I could find the book now. I didn't have enough money to buy it, so I read it in the Harvard Co-op, or COOP as they I think they call it. For whatever reason, I was at Harvard. Maybe I was visiting my brother, who's at Harvard Medical School. I cannot think of any other reason I'd have been there. So, I, I was I, I, bookstores was a delight of my life, and I saw this book on who rescued Jews, and they gave a few characteristics of rescuers, and one was, and they only it was only like four. I don't remember the other three. One was that the person was considered eccentric prior to the war. Not, not evil, not crazy, certainly not evil, but not even crazy, just eccentric. What I would call a character. They march to a different drummer. I marched to a different drummer. I don't know if I'm eccentric. Would you say I'm eccentric? I wouldn't say that. I- not eccentric, but you'd say I'm a character. Yeah. Right. I have idiosyncrasies. One of my idiosyncrasies is that I don't know that I have idiosyncrasies. There you go. So I think of an Elon Musk, and he he he's, he would fit that category. I'm gonna. I'm. By the way, I'm, are you ready? I'm gonna pose a question that I I have a feeling very few people <laughs> are thinking, uh, but. I am transparent. I work at it, and if you think the question is crazy, I, I'm okay with that. Talking about rescuing Jews in the Holocaust, so I look around, and I see two types of people in in the streets of Los Angeles and environs. Those wearing masks for no good for no reason whatsoever. There is no reason to wear a mask outdoors when you're walking, uh, when you're not in a crowd. Okay, there is none. When I see somebody walking a dog uh, up a street, the only pedestrian wearing a mask, I I I I get a little scared. But anyway, I get a scared because I I'm scared of irrationality. That's why I want to, I should have finished the sentence. So here's a question I I pose to myself. Because extreme moral tests are somewhat revealing. Who is more likely, who would be more likely to hide a Jew in a Holocaust? The mask wearers, outdoors, or the non-mask wearers? I don't have an answer, but I have a question. In an extreme moral test, which one? The Dennis Prager Show. We're going to get to one of my favorite people, Steve Cortez, in just one moment because I just want to finish with Elon Musk and the, uh, the, this notion of follow the science. So, this is from the Wall Street Journal. And uh, Mr. Musk it was repeatedly played down, etc., 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 doesn't matter says he tested both positive and negative for COVID-19 on Thursday and raised questions about the validity of such testing more broadly. He said he was experiencing cold-like symptoms, and when taking four of the same tests administered on the same machine, he had two results come back positive and two negative. And with that introduction, Steve Cortez major consultant at the Trump campaign. He's been closely following the campaign's recount efforts. He was formerly with CNN, made an extremely significant preview video on the Charlottesville lie. President tweeted it out. And now I will say, I don't know if I should even, my friend Steve Cortez. Is that okay if I call you a friend?
0: I sure hope you feel that way, because I do. Yes, you're you're my friend, uh, and we are we are colleagues in a, in a patriotic fight for truth uh, regarding the Charlottesville lie and other issues, such as finding out the truth about this election. Because, And by the way, I, when I last spoke to you, I think that was Tuesday when I was on your show, I was starting to give you some of the, the statistical case of the improbability of Biden's win. Uh, after that time, then I was able to get all this on paper, and I published the article um, at the National Pulse. If uh, listeners want to go to my Twitter, they can see it. But I, I lay out, I could have given 40 examples, but I gave what I think are the top four most compelling statistical improbabilities that tell us uh, that these results are not kosher. Now, look, it it is a circumstantial case. I want to be precise here, Dennis, because I think it's important, right? Unlike the left, we should be precise with our language. It is admittedly a circumstantial case. It is not conclusive. However, it is an incredibly compelling circumstantial case that demands that we get to actual proof and actual audited results of these election returns.
1: I want everyone to know. Do we have? I'm asking my producer. Do we have Steve's uh, piece up? Steve, I want to salute you. I can't imagine because I write a column every week, so I have an idea what goes into it. But your column entailed so much research. I want to salute you on on its on the achievement of that column, which I wish I could. I wish I could memorize it. I'm serious. I can't. I wish I could. Well,
0: I put a lot of numbers in there. You know, I'm a Wall Street guy. I'm new to politics. I got into politics with Donald Trump. Um, So, like, some of the listeners out there might know me from my previous media life. You know, I've I've been on TV for a long time, but I used to just talk about financial markets and numbers on CNBC. Uh, Trump is the one who dragged me into this world of politics. So I still have that kind of a mindset and that kind of an approach. And when I started seeing these returns come in, you know, the trader in me, the market analyst in me, was saying, wait a second. This fact pattern doesn't fit, right? Because what we're seeing are anomalies that are taking place all over the place and only in exactly the right places. That's what's also so damning. Um, So, for example, what I mean by that, Dennis, let's get, you know, statistical about it. Incredibly high turnout for Joe Biden, uh, massively outpacing even Barack Obama's turnout, okay, in cities in swing states, but not in comparable cities in non-swing states. In other words, largely tracking Obama or underperforming even Obama or Hillary in those states, but then in exactly the places he needed it. And let me give you a real specific example to put numbers on it. In Milwaukee, Milwaukee turnout was 84%. Now, that alone is a very hard number for us to believe, okay, just on its own. But in comparison, I compared in the article to Cleveland. Which was, I mean, somewhat of a swing state, but not really, right? We ended up winning Cle- uh, Ohio, rather, you know, easily. Cleveland, very similar city, similar size, very similar demographic breakdown. If you've been to the two places, they even look alike, okay? You know, cities on a lake, you know, mid sized midwestern cities on a lake. Cleveland turnout was 51%. Wow, 51%. wow. 51 versus 84.
1: Oh, my if God. Cities, is that suggestive at the least? Oh, At the least. It takes exactly. your breath away. 84%, I just want to say, 84% is, is approaching Saddam Hussein numbers.
0: It is. By the way, in Australia, and we don't, have to go, we don't have to go to those tyrannical countries, but you're right, but Australia, okay, is a country where it is mandatory right. to vote. Right, you're fined you if must. you don't vote. And you are fined, yes, and they enforce it, by the way. The turnout there, 92%. So you're telling me that the state of Wisconsin on the whole, by the way, was higher than Milwaukee. The state of Wisconsin on the whole is 90%. And by the way, I'm taking a lot of grief online from uh, a lot of actors for telling me that it's not 90 because – but they're using a the number of total potential eligible voters. I'm saying of registered voters. Here's the actual number. 3.6 million registered voters in Wisconsin, 3. Well, what Florida. was the
1: turnout – I think this is uh, somewhat uh, important. What was the turnout in 2016 in in uh, Wisconsin?
0: You know, that I don't have the top of my head. And I know it was high. I mean, Wisconsin is a very high turnout state. Um, but I, I do know that it was high.
1: All right, so we, we that, that I think would be a, an important number to get. Maybe you could look it up during the break. I'll be back with Steve Cortez in a moment. Okay, everybody, Dennis Prager here with Steve Cortez, one of the highest-ranking people in the Trump campaign, and formerly of CNN, and now with wind, Mike. My station in Chicago on the Salem Radio Network. So you were talking about Wisconsin and the turnout, and I so I did very quick looking up, but I didn't have enough time, but I got some stuff. And you're right; they they say that your claim, and they don't use your name, they use uh, um, Don Junior, uh, that the claim that the Wisconsin vote dramatically rose is pants on fire, lie. Because, just as you said before, they use all potential voters, and you use all registered voters. Is that correct? That's exactly correct.
0: And by the way, so I was able to find the registered voters number, so that's apples-to-apples apples comparison. Good. And? Um, and this is from and this is from Wisconsin Public Radio, so I'm not, I'm not taking it from some conspiracy site or some right-wing right wing site. Uh, it went from 82 to 90. So it was very high. Wisconsin has a tradition of really high turnout. Okay, 82 is very, very high but still it went up more than 10% is my point uh from from 20 and,
1: and you and you rarely go up from a high number so that, that it is dramatic
0: 82 no, to again, 90
1: per- is more dramatic than 52 to 60
0: correct and and particularly because uh so much of it was in the city of, of Milwaukee and Biden won the city of Milwaukee by 145,000 votes he only won the state by 20,000 right uh so that was you know seven times the margin was in the city of Milwaukee so that's how critical again for a big And city and, and of course
1: pe- people will say aside from urban areas almost always going left is the large black population but the black population gave him a higher vote than than anyone since
0: 1960 I believe than any that's Republican you mean Trump, any, Trump, any Republican yeah Correct. Donald Trump got a higher minority share than any Republican since 1960. The other phenomenon, and by the way, because I mentioned this on your show, and I didn't have precise numbers, and now I do, about the Biden-only votes, um, which is a really peculiar phenomenon. Again, it's something that we've seen in the battleground states, but not in the settled states. And by that, I mean people who literally only voted for Joe Biden and then did not vote down Ballot. If we'd seen that phenomenon nationwide Dennis, well okay, then maybe there's something going on here, you know, there's there's some sort of trend that maybe we have to understand, but we're seeing it only isolated in the battleground states, particularly the state of Georgia. So in Georgia where you have two very hotly contested Senate races, both of which are going to runoff, right? So a ton of interest down ballot. It's by no means just a presidential race. If you look at the vote totals in Georgia, 2.4 million votes, a little more than that. For Donald Trump, the differential between people who voted by uh, Trump only and then didn't vote in the Senate races, literally out of 2.4 million, only 818 people did that. So nobody, I mean, just a minuscule number, decided they vote, only wanted to vote for Donald Trump. For Joe Biden, over 95,000 people. Okay, I want you to know,
1: I find that the most compelling.
0: I agree. I think of the four points I made, yes. I think that's actually
1: the that, most compelling. It's, it, it really enters the realm of inconceivable.
0: It's hard it's hard to, to particularly again with such competitive Senate ratings. Right.
1: Ninety five right. Yes, exactly. With the great interest in, in the at least Senate. I mean if it was president and Senate at least. But it's just right. just president? Why don't right. you again
0: give me the number again? It is ninety five. I'll give it to you exactly. So uh, tr- the Trump only votes in is eight hundred,
1: yeah, right?
0: And then uh, Biden only ninety five thousand. Ninety five thousand to eight hundred eighteen, correct?
1: Okay, so wait again. Uh, this would this would be actually dispositive. How many people did Hillary Clinton only in twenty sixteen? Uh, yeah, that I don't know. I wonder out. if it's knowable.
0: Yeah, maybe not, because it's not something normally taxed, I know, exactly, right? exactly. Way, I give a lot of credit to Sidney Powell, is the one who really noticed this first. She's on our, on our Trump campaign. Yes, she's the lawyer, yeah. she's terrific. And nationwide, by her tabulations, there's 450,000. Because I think when I spoke to you last, I said there was around a half million, but I didn't know exactly. She has now said there's at least 450,000 Biden-only votes nationwide. Um, and again, they are predominantly in battleground states. That's what doesn't make sense. So in other words, you don't see this phenomenon right, in, Wyoming. in other states. Yeah, Correct, exactly.
1: Or, or, or in New York, uh, for that right, matter. Or
0: settled blue states. Yes, that's exactly right. That's it's not right. Happening in, it didn't happen in Alabama, in a red state. It didn't happen right. in New York in a, in a blue
1: state. Right, right. So what, what, is, what, what is your future? What are you, you going to be doing
0: well, I'm going back to my radio show. So the Steve Cortez show has had a substitute host who's been wonderful, but I'm uh, heading back to Chicago, and so be back as your Salem brethren. Um, and, you know, we'll see what else. I've been on deployment. I've been 100 days here in Washington, D.C. It's been an incredible battle. I've been honored to be part of it. And it's not done, by the way. And I'll, I'll certainly still do television as needed. But the, the movement now, they, the effort has pivoted to much more of a legal strategy. Right, I'm not of course. So I understand. Those folks have moved right. you know, to the
1: front. By the way, uh, you're the, going back to Chicago. What did the mayor now say? What was
0: their latest proclamation? Oh, my goodness. Just tell Dennis, me. Yeah. Yeah, so it essentially another a, a lockdown, thirty-day lockdown. By the way, mind you, when 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 the news organizations announced that Joe Biden won on Saturday, she was out in the street of Chicago, super crowded, sort of pop up. I know stuff, they and that and no, but maskless. that's
1: a that's a health benefit. You, you,
0: you don't follow the science, Steve. Right, right. Maskless, uh, screaming into the crowd, which by the way, I have no problem with. That's right, uh, but the hypocrisy. No, it, no, no. It, it is
1: right. It, it's unbelievable. Uh, I. So you're the, you're one of the places where we got this message, too, I think. Did we get that in L.A.? Don't have Thanksgiving uh, with anyone right. but um, the people you're living with? Right. And you know what? Yeah. Uh, have Thanksgiving alone. That enough. That's healthy, yeah. folks. That's healthy. Right. Thanksgiving right. alone. Uh, right. I, I, I will video my packed house on Thanksgiving and put it on <laughs> the Internet. I'm not kidding. I think Good I should do you. that. All right. Good bless you. you, Steve no. Cortez. Thank you, sir. You're terrific. He is terrific. He, he, he's he's bright, eloquent. He's everything. He's all the stuff. By the way, is that racist to say someone's eloquent? Isn't that the new thing? If you say that a black person is eloquent, it's racist. But if say Steve Cortez, maybe Steve Cortez, who knows what what uh, what group he's in? Cortez isn't that Hispanic? I mean, there you go. It's the stupidity that the country has has entered. I'm sorry. Latinx. So he's Latinx. Latinx. Latinx Prager yeah. show. Okay, everybody, We've got the happiness hour coming up. So listen, some of you, they're all good calls, but some of you, I would like to call in the third hour as soon as that begins to get in, and I take calls on any subject. So Elliot in Naples, Florida, that's an interesting. Uh, Subject that like uh, P- Pam, don't don't hang up anybody, please. Pam in Whittier, California, McDonald's drive-through makes you wear a mask in your car. Uh, they do that at Starbucks. They tell you, but they don't make you. So I don't know what "make you" means. Uh, I will say that is about as hysterically stupid as is imaginable. I don't know if it's to. Uh, it's because they're young workers who are the the least likely to suffer from COVID. That's the amazing thing. I mean, it shows you there's no following science taking place. Young people are scared out of their minds, and they and they just don't die from this. It, it's it's ex, it's so exceedingly rare. It's like the alligator who eats humans. It happens, but it's exceedingly rare. You're in your car. The person is behind glass until they hand you something. Ah, but then through the air it could be transmitted. There's no science to that. (sighs) Bob in Chicago wants to know, will I accept Biden's lawful win even if Trump won't? What does it mean for me to accept? Will I deny that he is president if he is sworn in? He's president if he's sworn in. Will I believe that it is tainted uh, by uh, uh, by cheating? I believe it is tainted by cheating. I can chew gum and walk at the same time. Uh, Let's see. This always comes up. Why do Jews vote Democrat? It's a very legitimate question, but so is this. Why do non-Jews vote Democrat? It is amazing. Nobody ever asks me that. It's irrelevant what Jews vote. Jews are 2% of the population. (laughs) It's an interesting philosophical question why Jews disproportionately vote Democrat. That's correct. That is an interesting question. But they're irrelevant to election results in terms of voting. All right. uh, Let's see here. Uh, Rick in Las Vegas, who says he has one year to live, Rick, you know how many people have been told they have a year to live and then they call me five years later? So I just want you to know that. Doctors wouldn't diagnose cancer for months because of a Newsom and COVID. Look, this is what I, I read the first things. Almost half of the people who should be diagnosed with cancer are not being diagnosed. All right, everybody. Oh, Jeremy in Erie, Pennsylvania. You call me the third hour, too. And happiness hour coming up. Hi, Dennis Prager here again with a message for anyone struggling with pain. Of course, I want you to know about Relief Factor, the 100% drug-free supplement. The tens of thousands are now taking every day. I take it every day. I like being out of pain. But I know you may be skeptical. I certainly was. Then I kept hearing about all the people, including my wife, who were no longer in pain. So I decided to give it a try. In fact, listen to Alan's story. I've been in back pain since my early 20s. Now I'm 51. In my early 20s, I worked for the state prison. I got injured and I was off work for about a year. I'm now a trained engineer. I basically sit all day long my wife making me take relief factor literally changed my life i don't feel like i'm 20 again but It's a trial pack, and they've discounted it to just nineteen dollars and ninety-five cents. That's about a dollar a day, and after that, about the cost of a cup of coffee a day to stay out of pain. That's the three-week quick start for just nineteen ninety-five, and you should know this: about seventy percent of the people who order the three-week quick start for just nineteen ninety-five go on to order more. So do what so many others have already done: take Pete and Seth Talbot up on their offer and go to ReliefFactor.com and order the three week quick start that's relieffactor.com or call 800 500 800 500